back to another episode of Pants Off, the podcast where we talk about all things CBU. That's right. We want to hear your stories about your experience here, and we'll share a little bit about ours. Yeah, pretty much. Well, a little story about both of us. We are uh, Smith RAs. Uh, I'm on 3B. Zach, where are you at? I'm at 1D. Shout out uh, Smith Freshman. It's a great time. Yeah, and really what we're trying to do here is, I'm sure we're all familiar with Instagram CBU Confessions. And, and, you know, they've done a good part for CBU. You know, they've been a faithful servant. They've been a good public advisor. But I think that there's still, you know, CBU's growing. We're changing. We're adapting. I think part of that is there's room for another media source on campus. Someone needs to step in and take the gap of content that CBU Confessions has left wide open. Yeah. And I think it goes without saying, like, obviously, CBU Confessions has done a good job of what they've tried to do. But I think that there's something to be had about, you know, discourse relating to the topics that happen on campus. And that's I think it's become way too too much about the drama, too much about getting at people and being being mean and whatever whatever crap they, they're saying. But I think here we can break down and talk about the things that people are saying and kind of give some more background to it. Yeah, and I think even our focus is less on, you know, rumors uh, pertaining to relationships. You know, I don't care what's happening in Colony. I don't care about the blonde girl at El Monte you made eye contact with for half a millisecond. But I do care about the tooth that you found in a Wanda's muffin. That's, that's what right. I'm Can here you for. believe that Wanda... Well, maybe that's why Wanda's burned down, right? I know. Seriously, too many teeth in there. You know, I heard that that's actually the number one cause of bakery-related fires in the U.S. I actually heard the same statistic. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, and so really what's going to keep this podcast alive, given that we both find the time to continue to make this, is that you give us the content that we need to talk about. Um, you know, I, I think that this, well, why don't you talk about what that could look like, you know, in its fullest form? I mean, I think, first of all, we're going to hear just similar to CB Confessions. I mean, first of all, we can just use CB Confessions. We can go on there and talk a little bit about like the things that are going on on there. We also like we live with a bunch of freshmen, so we hear about all the that's stuff going true. like party in cottage five shout out cottage five apparently yeah what is that all about tell me about it i haven't so, heard about this yet so the rumors i've heard this is what i've heard clean party no drinking no no nothing going on that's not allowed just snacks games music classic just kind of hanging out cbu fun hangs no no nonsense on a scale okay so like let's say we have a list that we have to make of like the top three activities that are most popular on cbu's campus what fills that list spike ball Really? Okay, I think like spike ball. It, I mean, it's definitely popular, but I don't know if it's maybe that's a niche group. Maybe that's a more niche group. Yeah, I feel like CBU used to be more defined by spike ball in like later years. Yeah, but more recently, I think we lost the group of seniors that like led that. That's fair. And now it's like maybe ten or fifteen people that are like the head of that. That's fair. I don't know. I mean, I think spike ball is definitely like a big topic that any college campus. Absolutely, especially in Southern California. Yeah, yeah. I I think number one hammocking. Palm Drive. Palm Drive. How many people have you ever seen in one hammock on Palm Drive? Um, I've definitely seen... Okay, I haven't seen that many in one hammock, but I've seen a layer, five layers of hammocks. That's impressive. Two trees. How does one do that? I've actually partaken in this before. At CBU or at other... Elsewhere. Elsewhere, got it. You lay your base layer first, mm-hmm. and then you have one person stand on either side of the straps to get your next layer ah and then you just build higher and higher yeah and then you just gotta climb it gets really sketchy once you get yes like higher what up. if the top person falls they just i guess you have a safety net the next layer i feel like hammocks are harder to fall out of than like most i've people. only hammocked a couple times hammocks are generally um a little too short for me yeah that makes sense okay so we got hammocking number one i think we can both agree there i'd say hammocking yeah i mean 
people just like to chill and get coffee. I don't know. Yeah. Coffee hangs is a like pretty universal thing. Maybe that's not necessarily on campus, but let's go into arcade or or daily oh, brew. That's or... actually super true. I feel like I've met the most amount of people at CBU through my experiences at like arcade. Yeah. Or like Condren. Yeah. I think I think that definitely gets that that warrants number two. Like going to coffee shops, specifically yeah. arcade and Condren. Yeah, not necessarily on campus, but I think that's one way that people really connect well. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I like given that we're a Christian school too, like I don't know. I feel like that's even more potent that like we spend intentional time through coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Intentional conversations are maybe that maybe that's what it is. Intentional conversations are something that like over coffee. That's just That's the most lame answer, but I think it's probably the most accurate. I don't know. I'm trying to it's hard to generalize because there's different groups of people. There's the athletic people where spike ball's big, where basketball's big, or volleyball's big. And there's like the board game people, there's the coffee people. But coffee, yeah. I feel like, is universal over all of those groups. No, I agree. I would say at number three, and this might be a little bit more of a personal choice, um, crappy pickup basketball games. Yeah. I mean, I'm there. I mean, I don't mean to like pick any bones with people, but like my least favorite thing is when people think that they're good at a sport and then ruin it for everybody else just trying to have fun recreationally. Yeah. That's literally my least favorite thing, and that's all I've seen at CBU so far. Especially these freshmen. Well, and that's the thing is like, like we've talked about this before. Like we essentially have two freshman classes on campus right now. I know maybe half the school right now. I felt like I knew more people my sophomore year. Yeah, I totally agree. And like, like I'm a junior and I feel like my junior class has a very weak presence on campus. Yeah. And then the senior class that is here is very like, we're just here to have a good time. It's our last year. Yeah, we missed. I'm, I'm a senior. So I missed a year and a half of cbu life yeah no i totally agree and like i would be in the same boat if i if i was in your class i'd be doing the same thing but like what that leaves is like our sophomore class right now didn't have an in-campus they're not they're they're almost freshmen they're like freshmen and a half maybe yeah i i would give them maybe a quarter like they know how the food lines work and that's about it yeah like other than that there was they don't know the events yeah they don't know the events they don't they didn't have seniors to like keep them in check because they had to stay within their own circles there weren't in-person sporting events like they've never been to a basketball game yeah like there's so much about what it means to not be a freshman anymore like in my mind that graduation from being a freshman to a sophomore is like those first events that you get under your belt you know what i mean like when you're a freshman you have no idea what to expect i mean one of the i'm a big advocate of not dating anybody freshman year and one of those reasons is that transition from freshman to sophomore year is so huge you you yes you change the people you hang out freshman year might not be the same people and very likely won't be the same people you hang out with sophomore year yeah and so now we have two full classes two of our biggest classes yeah. that have come through cbu that have never had any of those experience and like it's like at least me walking around campus it is so many freshmen yeah even if age-wise they're not freshmen they act like it yep and it's it's hard to see i'll be honest it's hard and, to see. i think part of that reason is like when you move away from college for the move away to college for the first time you're away from your family. You're thrown into this subculture, especially at CBU. There's a CBU subculture. Yes. Um, that really shapes you. But with COVID, that culture was not around. Like people weren't immersed in that. They were probably going home more often. They hang hung out with less people. Yeah. Or they didn't even come to campus. So they've been stuck in their home bubbles still and not been influenced by that CBU bubble as much. So they haven't grown out of that freshman state of mind yet. Oh, totally. And like I think too, like for me making friends last year was sending zoom dms in classes like seeing people who like i thought had cool backgrounds or like had good input in class discussions like yeah i dm them and be like hey like what's your number like let's study together sometime thanks zach's trying to slide hey i mean 
I, I won't deny it. I mean, you, you know how it is. <laughs> you you know how it is. Come on. But like, like if you're trying to form study groups, it's the only thing you could do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I think for so many people that became the norm of like having to figure out how to make friends in an online space that like trying to make friends in person is yeah. like super daunting. I, I have no idea what that was like because for me, I, all, most of my friends were on campus last year. So for me, I didn't meet new people. Yeah. The weird part for me now is I have to relearn how to kind of meet new people and develop relationships because I got used to just having my buddies that I lived with or guys that lived in the area or the couple that were on campus that I would just, I hung out with the people I already knew. Meeting yeah. new people and branching out was not, people didn't do that last year. Yeah. And I feel like I've been like the last week, like we, we just went to Grove's community group, right? It was like community night and like there's a lot of people there. But, oh, wait, were you there? I was not there. Oh, shoot. That was just me. Yeah. Like, we were talking, and it's like, we had so many big events for, like, our first time back in, like, the span of, like, a week and a half yeah. that by the time that we got to the end of it, we're just burnt out on big events. And so now, like, community nights that are normally, like, a great time to meet people, we're just super awkward because, like, yeah. we're all, like, all ready to begin with. It was difficult to make new friends. But when you're burnt out on top of that, it just becomes even more so of, like, how do you like connect to people? I don't know. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. I mean, I've even, I'm an extrovert. I like being around people, but even just having so many people back on campus is so unique and different that I'm not used to it. It's been draining kind of just so much standing in line. Yes. Walking down the hall. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude. I, I, I got a class at 1215 Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I thought that that was a legit schedule. Like I thought I was set. Oh yeah. Like lunch right after class, go study for a little bit, then I'm free for the rest of the day. Probably don't get lunch till 1:30. At least. I my first day out of class at 12:15, I didn't get lunch until 2. Wow. Chick-fil-A's line was literally outside of like the indoor line, past the calf and then into like the outdoor dining of the calf. I heard crazy. Monte, you probably don't know this, but I mean, you might your brother went here. Yeah. You remember the gate that used to be in between the spiritual life office and calm life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, there used to be a gate there. The Almonte line was all the way through that breezeway, all the way around the corner. That's crazy. I've it's never seen it that long. So long. Also, hot take, Briscoe's is the most underrated and the top dining option on campus. I know yes. Zach agrees. No, I completely agree. And they upgraded recently. They got Capicola and Mortadella yes. and Salami. They got all kinds of new meats. Even better, they got super good pretzel bread and chicken salad on Wednesdays. Man, yes. you guys got to show up. But... Normally, Briscoe's was my place to go when lines were too long. Like, Briscoe's was always yes. faithful to being the go-to option. With now, no line. Now, the line's out the door. Easily. Oh, my gosh. So, like, half an hour. So, not as long as an hour or two at Chick-fil-A. But, yeah. man, I don't want to wait 30 minutes for my sandwich. Which, like, brings us to, like, why is that? Like, okay, yeah. what, Wanda's is, is, did they just reopen? I don't, is Wanda's open still? I know that they... I, they definitely closed for the fire. Yeah. Do you know what happened with that fire? I heard there was too much grease on the grill and it caught on fire. Wow. There was videos of smoke on CBU Confessions. Unfortunately, there was no additional information. I was pretty disappointed in the coverage of that event. So Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a really big event that all I heard was like, oh, yeah, one is on fire. Which is obviously an exaggeration. The building's still there. I was in there the other day. It's fine. But it was smoky, I guess. I don't know. I mean. And they're not open. And they're not open, which is now arcades coming in in the morning. Big win, though. I'm not a coffee guy. Dining but dollars for. Yeah, that's he Wake Up Wednesday. For those of you who don't know, was a spiritual life event every Wednesday. Arcade was here. Arcade is a good coffee shop in the area that that we'd spend real money on every Wednesday, like eight dollars for a draft lot. But now we can use dining dollars. That's not real money. That's just trying money. to drain people's dining dollars account. I okay for me the vending machine in Smith. 
like I've probably already spent like twenty bucks. Just I cannot get that to work. I have tried to use my ID card and it does not work. It's fifty fifty, but it works sometimes. <laughs> you have to get it after people it, have been using it. Fi- oh really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Fifty fifty is not a bad ratio. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Okay. How do you feel that we pull up some CBU confession posts? I like that. Well, we already talked a little bit about the muffin uh, with a tooth in it. Um. Oh, dude, I have a story. There's tell one the story. Time, this was during COVID. We did a lot of like nectar. Yeah, have you, are you familiar? Nectar? It's like a juice bar. Oh. We do like DoorDash for nectar. Sorry, I'm chewing boba. And so our whole family ordered smoothies from nectar for like a little family game night, you know? We all have our little desserts. Yeah, yeah. And my sister in law starts drinking out of her, her little juice and like starts freaking out out of nowhere. We're like, what is going on? And she spits out an entire nail. Oh, was like, it, it was not her nail. No. Like, Ooh. from her straw. Like, it wasn't even just, like, a nail trimming or, like, somebody's, like, a little piece ripped off. Like, it had nail polish. It was the entire nail. Like, that, clearly somebody's nail just fell off and, like, went into her uh, Like, a fake nail or a real, like, fingernail? I, it, I would Hopefully fingernail, f- not toenail. I would assume it'd be a fake nail because if it's a real nail, I feel like there'd be a lot more blood. Yeah. But, yeah, it was disgusting. That's really gross. I haven't had nectar since. Dang. Yeah, I've never been there, but I don't think I'll go now. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I have pulled up a CBU confession from this week, three days ago. Um, it's a video of the rec center. It says, rec center put up the hoops because some players didn't have their masks above their nose. This is a big controversial issue on campus right now. This is a, I feel like this is an issue that we are, we've been very closely in relation with. Yeah. We've we, experienced this. We as RAs, first of all, have to enforce this policy, which is tough, but also yeah. as scrappy basketball players in the gym have experienced the ability or lack thereof to breathe while playing basketball. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I'll be the first to say like there is nobody on campus that I think that wants to be wearing masks right now. That's not, I I wish I didn't have to wear a mask. Yeah. But like, and like, do, do I, are there, are there holes in some logic about how masks work? Just like in like the way that we enforce it. Sure. Yep. I'll admit it. I get very confused sometimes about why I can eat inside, but then I can't walk to go get my food. Right? Like, okay, it's weird, sure. But, like, we have to follow those rules. I would rather put up with those rules so that we can all be on campus than stand on my little high horse and not wear a mask when I don't want to. I I have a guy in some of my classes who has just been choosing not to wear a mask. And, I don't know, I haven't talked to him about it, but. Yeah, and, like, again, I get their side of it. Like, it's not like I don't see what their point is. But if I'm faced with the choice of like, I go back to fully online school where I have Zoom University, yeah, or I wear a mask every once in a while while I'm inside, I'm gonna choose the latter. Yeah, every ten times out of ten, I'm gonna choose to at least see people eye to eye, maybe not face to face. Yeah, and even if I think I'll be okay, I am sure there are immunocompromised people on campus who we are protecting by wearing a mask. I, I think that like as a Christian university, as as uh, uh, a largely Christian student body population. Sure. We, we, I think, need to look out for th- those who are vulnerable. And one of the ways to do that is to wear a mask. Even though, dude, when we were playing basketball the other day, I haven't had issues working out with a mask on, but I could not breathe to save my life. Not it was, I was, normally I can run the court like, like just fine, but it was tough. I was getting cramps. It was, it was brutal. So I don't like it. I like it any, no more than the next guy, but it's Where kind of the reality at? we're in. Yeah, and I, like I feel like it's gonna be soon. Like if we're all wearing them, it's soon enough that we don't have to wear them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean the university said end of September they'll re-eval- reevaluate, and I kind of have a feeling they're gonna keep enforcing it for the time being. But 
hopeful I'm hopeful the next semester maybe things look a little different yeah like and I think in relation to the rec center like like my first response when they come out they're all pissed off at us and annoyed is to be like okay come on dude like calm down yeah but I think really it's just like it's kind of shooting messenger like I mean the people who work at the rec center are just students yeah you know what I mean and they want the rec center <laughs> to be open just like the rest of us do and to keep it open we gotta have masks on same thing with the Smith lobbies unfortunately yeah. Like it feels like you're at home when you're in in your living areas, but those are still common areas in the lobbies, and masks are required. And if people don't follow those rules, it's there's a chance at. that that privilege could be taken away, which would really suck. There's no question. Yeah, for sure. Should we look for a uh, next post here? Yeah, let's let's find another next, one. Next topic. Did you hear about the two guys walking around campus with a camera asking for numbers? When was that? This was posted three days ago as well. Same day as the. Um, the fire. The basketball post. Oh, the same post. Okay. I did not hear about that. They, No one knows if they could really go here. Let's let's open up the comment section on this one. Okay. I did wonder. The other night, I was pulling in through the back entrance, and I had, like, a car full of people. We were just getting Taco Bell. And, like, as we're coming in, the security guard, like, it wasn't just one of the workers that they have in the booth. It was, like, like an actual officer in uniform. He, like, pulls out his flashlight and, like, like shines its light, like, in my car. And then ask for, like, each individual person to pull out really? their ID. Which is, like, like I want to be safe, whatever. But it was just surprising. Like, I've never had that happen before. Normally, I just, like, lance up at the guy and he, like, lets me through. It, it was so interesting. So, I wonder if that's part of why they're being more strict. Yeah, that could be. Because normally, I mean, we're back to the normal guest policy where guests are allowed on campus. They can stay overnight as long as you, like, yeah, that was don't my understanding. move in. Like, I, I don't understand why you would need to show your ID to get on campus. Yeah. Especially when it's a group of very obviously looking college students. Yeah. With a parking sticker on the car. Part of my frustration with the whole, like, checking IDs, even last year, was the inconsistency of the policy. For example, my grandmother, who does not go to CBU, drove right onto campus. They just waved her right on. <laughs> However, me, a college student with a CBU sticker in my car, was asked almost every time for my ID card. Yeah. Seems like a double standard here. I have a friend who's from GCU, and when he'd come on campus, he would just flash his GCU ID, and they'd let him on. Yeah. I mean, it's really easy to get on campus. Yeah. <laughs> feel unsafe. I mean, I feel plenty safe. <laughs> well, I'm going to look for another uh, CBU Confessions. Let's let's think here. Intramurals. Mm. But is there anything that we can talk about there? I, I feel like that's kind of a... They're happening. Intramural volleyball starts up in a couple weeks. Intramural football. Yeah. I've personally been recruited as a setter. Really? Yeah. Well, that's exciting. What's your team name? I don't know. It's Volleywood, in case you were wondering. That's my team name. Your name is Volleywood, yes. Oh, my team name is Volleywood. Yeah. Like, like, I, like I said. <laughs> I was with Ryan Ryan Ho, uh, the man himself, when he came up with that. Yeah. They overheard me saying that I was a setter in high school and then interpreted that as I'm good at setting, which I feel like are two separate statements in my case. And so I think that might be a little bit of a rude awakening for them. but Well, I think for them it's an upgrade. So uh, we'll see how this year goes <laughs> for you guys. Man, I hope so. We'll see. We'll see. How do you feel about intramural teams being stacked? Like in what way? Like, do you think it's fair for teams to pull all the really good players and put them all in one team? Or do you think that CBU intramurals should do a better job of trying to distribute the talent? I don't have an issue with it because I think that in trying to create rules to prevent that, they're going to create these dumb loopholes that will prevent mm -hmm. teams from being able to recruit. Yeah. Like, I think, like, sure, some people are better recruiting than others, but at yeah. least they're free to do so. Yeah. Like, if I don't get good players on my team, that's on me. And I think the point is to have a good time, too. Like, it's not about 
getting out. I mean, obviously you want to win, and that's fun. But getting out there with a group of friends and just having a good time playing yeah. a sport, it's fun. And the beauty of intramurals is there's no bad guy. Like, yeah. there, there's so few rules. There's no way to be like, man, CB intramurals suck. Yeah. Because it's like, well, if you have a bad year, that's on you. That's on you and your friends. You know yep. what I mean? There's nobody to blame but yourself. Yeah. I think we should try to keep it as true to that form as possible. And it is recreational by all means. No one is getting recruited to play division anything basketball yeah during intramurals the biggest bribe you might get it's like i'll bake you cookies you know yeah. what i mean yeah I'll, I'll give you a high five yeah there's no like money on the line either. i'd be a t-shirt here or there i don't know cb okay. big on t-shirts yeah yeah sure For, like sure i see what you're saying yeah if you win like you get a t-shirt you get bragging rights but bragging rights is that's a lot of weight yeah then you graduate and you're like on your resume uh intramural champion and they're like yeah i don't really care <laughs> i feel like it's the same as wearing like your leatherman's jacket like around campus in college it's like nice dude cool it's like that was cool for three months in high school yep and then it got old real quick yeah. after that exactly yeah <laughs> back to the back to the freshman topic that's my favorite thing is when like freshmen still think that they have power to hold based off of their high school accomplishments yeah not realizing that the moment that they crossed that stage, all of that just went away. Nobody it got, gave it a got crap. you into college, and now you're here. And now that's, you're here. That's and now it. That's nobody it. gives a flying fart about who you are. <laughs> oh, flying <laughs> fart! What a good, what a good phrase. <laughs> yeah, no. <clears throat> freshmen need some humbling generally when they get here. They they think they're all that, and which isn't a problem. Like they're learning the the world's a lot bigger than their high school. Yeah. If I had one bone to pick with freshmen currently now at cbu is that there's just no seniors to hold them accountable yeah and so they're tiny hey, little you egos calling out me i'm, a I'm senior. not calling out any specific names but <laughs> i mean the fact that you feel guilty based off of me saying that maybe that speaks Oof. louder than my words hey, hey, hey i'm a freshman all right i'm doing my job <laughs> no but some humbling needs to happen whether that's in sports getting dunked on or getting ace in spike ball or oh. realizing that classes are harder than they thought they would be i want to bring up I don't know. I could I could really be exposing myself right now, and that's okay. Like I'll take the heat yeah, for being a go weirdo. For it. I have had the worst experiences with awkward eye contact on campus. You've been hearing this firsthand. I am not a stranger to just yelling out, "That was so freaking awkward." Yeah, absolutely. Hot take: It's the masks. Yeah, I could I see it. So, story time. Uh, I had an internship last two summers ago during COVID. Everyone wore masks. I would make eye contact with other people who worked in the lab all the time, and I would try and smile. But with a mask on, you can't tell that people are trying to be friendly. You just yeah. kind of see their eyes and don't know what to do about it. Okay, I do agree with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. But my instances have been in, like, eating areas where I'm okay. not wearing a mask. Like, I I don't know if it's just because, like, I don't – it's been long enough since I've been in, like, big groups like yeah. that that I just don't remember Hmm. having those instances and now i'm just like not desensitized to it anymore yeah but i just like everywhere i look i'm meeting somebody's eyes and that i just don't know what to do about it do you think the social awkwardness comes from i mean you mentioned that from the lack of social interaction do you think that was something that happened before and we just forgot about it or yeah maybe okay i feel like there's two explanations one is like i was just better at playing it off before yeah and now i'm just like more like scared when it happens like mm -hmm. really obvious like oh just shoot my eyes up to the ceiling yeah. you know or like everybody is just so like like looking around like wow that like there's nowhere to look but in each other's eyes mm -hmm. you know what i mean i feel like it's gotta be one of those two yeah i could see that i don't know i feel like we're really like 
we're really pushing the whole like oh we're back from covid thing yeah but like i don't i feel like that's been my biggest thing that i've noticed about hmm. this semester so far is like holy crap we're back from covid you know what i mean uh, i think covid has fundamentally shaped the way our college experience yeah is and i, I don't want to be the guys that are like wow covid but like it's kind of how it feels right now yeah i don't know yeah i don't know I think that we're still feeling the remnants of it. There's like been positive and positives and negatives. And we've observed that like, man, I wish the lines were not as long on campus as they are. And it could go back to last year where lines weren't nearly as bad, but I also don't want it to go back to where there's less people on campus. There's, there's trade-offs. And I think we're, we're going to feel the reverberations. Is that the word? Re reverberations. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to feel the effects of it, it for years to come. No, I like for me personally, like I used to be, like, I considered myself an extrovert. Yeah. And I think I still do. Yeah. But, like, I get such bad social anxiety now mm. when I see big groups. Yeah. I used to thrive in, yeah. like, big groups. I'd see a big group. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with them. Yeah. And, like, it's very hard to fight that urge of, like, I'm just going to curl up in a ball and just, like, not move. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you had an excuse during COVID to just be like, I'm going to go watch Netflix in my room with my roommates. And or if you don't have a roommate, just go listen to music. I don't know. Yeah. Like, who's going to tell me not to? Yeah. But yeah. now, and I think it goes further too, like, not just getting those, those situations, but before, even if I felt that way, once I was in it, I was like, oh, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Like now I'm in Absolutely. It. But like even in those big groups, I'm like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. This is way too much going on. Or like yeah. I'll say something awkward or like make awkward eye contact, whatever. Yeah. And immediately I'm just like, I need to go back to my room. Like that's where yeah. I belong right now. Hmm. Not out here. I just, I just, go, I just go back, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I, and I think there's like during COVID, I came to appreciate even more so like the deep friendships I already had. And those yeah. are the friends you're hanging out with. Big groups, it's hard to be like a presence there. It takes, you have to be a big personality to be like, be present there. But when you're just with one other person, you just get to have more meaningful conversations. And I think that that is something that like was yeah. developed more and more throughout COVID. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a good place to, to leave off for this episode yeah. too. Um, obviously in this episode, we're talking a little bit more about like what we're going through. Yeah. Like what we've experienced. But the hope is that we get more input from you guys. We get some more input from, you know, CBU Confessions, wherever we're looking. Yeah. And we can shape this to be a representation of CBU as a whole. Yeah. We'd love to hear how COVID has shaped your experience here at CBU and like what things you've learned and developed and what things you wish would kind of go back to quarantine time and which things you would kind of like to return to normal back on campus. Yeah. And lighter than that, too, like you hear about a good DTR on campus, send us what you heard. You see, uh, I don't know, somebody fall on their longboard, send it in. Someone swimming in the fountains? We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, I think that like now that we're back on campus, let's 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 experience it. If yeah. you see somebody open the back gate to the calf, let us know. Send a picture <laughs> of their face. We want to see who it is. Yeah. Who are those dumb little <laughs> idiot freshmen who think they can open up the back gate and it, then it close literally it. says an alarm, guys. It, it says you cannot exit that, read, that door. Read the freaking signs. <laughs> we, <laughs> Zach and I have many a time been sitting at dinner, and we just watch people walk up to the door and contemplate, do I open or do I turn around? And my favorite is when they make the decision, the alarm goes off, they run away scared, and then the other freshman comes up trying to solve the problem for them like, by, by closing, closing the, the gate. gate. Like, that's going to do anything. What <laughs> use is an alarm if you can just turn it off by closing it? Oh, oh there's man. a fire? I'm just going to close the door to turn off the fire alarm. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Thank you for listening. Uh, let us know what you guys want us to talk about next. Send in your info. Send in your whatever you're seeing. 
And uh, we'll see you guys for the next episode of Pants Off. Where can they reach us, Zach? Oh, um, I say we have an Instagram page. I like the Instagram page idea. Send us your DMs. Yeah, I guess. We won't be posting your DMs. We'll be discussing them in our podcast. We're not trying to replace CBU Confessions. Again, we're filling that content void. Yeah, exactly. Like, we want... Instagram's a great place to communicate with us. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, this is where the action happens. You know? Our two velvety voices on a mic. That's right. All right. Two mics. Two mics. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Looking forward to uh, hearing what you guys have to have to say. Yeah, time for our pants to come back on. Thank you. <laughs>